One night, one goal. Stop suicide. On June 3rd, Washington, D.C. will host the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Out of the Darkness Overnight Walk. For the last 20 years, people have described the overnight as one of the most powerful experiences of their lives. Now is the perfect time for you to join us as people from all over the country come together to send a message of love and hope. Walk over 16 miles from dusk till dawn to raise funds and awareness for suicide prevention. See the landmarks of Washington, D.C. by moonlight. Form lasting friendships, experience healing, and bring hope to those affected by suicide. Join us. Be a part of something extraordinary. June 3rd in Washington, D.C. Register today at TheOvernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's TheOvernight.org or 888-843-6837. Blog Talk Radio. Hey there! Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Well, happy Ruby Tuesday, everybody. It's April 7th, 2020, and welcome to Big Blend Radio, where your hosts, Nancy Reed and Lisa Smith, the crazy mother-daughter travel team and publishers of Big Blend magazines. We've got Big Blend Radio and TV magazine that covers everything from art and music to travel, history, nature, food, wine, all that good stuff, and also Parks and Travel magazine that covers, guess what? parks and travels. So anyway, today we are airing live from the beautiful historic homestead in in 29 Palms, California. Uh, we've got Joshua Tree literally in our backyard. We can see it, Joshua Tree National Park. We also see lots of rain clouds. It's beautiful, isn't it, Nancy? Yes, and there is more than 29 palms here. Yeah, because we personally checked out, we checked it out. that there's a lot of palm trees and a lot of cool they're things. They're not trees. They're a grass. I know. It's So they're palms. And check it out. True, like Palm trees are not trees. It's really true. I know it sounds yes. weird, but it's true. But you can see where we are. Just go to the website 29in.com. So it's the number 29in.com. Uh, today's show... We have Lizzie Harrow back on the show. She's a keyboarder, singer, songwriter, producer, just like a musical genius, dancer. She's a ballet dancer. She's awesome. We can't wait to have her back on. Uh, She is from the Madison's Band up in Tennessee, outside Smoky Mountain National Park. She's going to join us to talk about her new album, About Tomorrow is what it's called. You can go to their website, madisonsmusic.com. But before we bring Lizzie on and play some music, we have one of our favorite people in the world here, sitting in as guest co-host, Tanya Ortega from the National Parks Arts Foundation. Not only from it, she founded it. And the National Parks Arts Foundation is like the best place. If you want to be an artist in residence, you might as well do it in a place like Hawaii Volcanoes National mm-hmm. Park or go to the Dry Tortugas and have your own private island for a month. Stay in a park for a month and write write your poetry or your film your music uh anything and you can create ceramics whatever you do in the arts this is what's so cool about this program just about any genre is open not just about all genres are accepted into these programs uh very cool so check them out at nationalparksartsfoundation.org but miss tanya how are you hi i'm great good to hear your voices you too, you too, and you're all nice and clear over in Hawaii today, right? Are you, are you like right there by Hawaii volcanoes? Oh no, I'm in Kona today. I'm well, at you know, home. it's really hard to keep up with Tanya. Are you, on the, yeah. like, are, are you on the surfboard? <laughs> yeah, are you drinking coffee on a surfboard? <laughs> <laughs> My surfboard hammock. Um, Whatever, I'm out on the ocean. Yeah, I should just make up a story. Um, Can you hear me clearly? Yes, yeah, nicely. Oh, fantastic. Um, No, I have been at home. I have been following the stay at home. I think I've left three times in the last month. Um, So I am getting creative. All I'm doing is working uh, delaying deadlines for the foundation as much as we possibly can and um, just arranging things with the national parks. But most important, I've done a little creative work. 
Ooh. Cool. Now, listen, everyone, Tanya's a photographer, mm. and I remember one show we were on, because everyone, we host the first Friday Toast of the Arts and Parks show with Tanya, and we interview the different artists as much as we can. Whether Tanya can make it or not on a show, we interview an artist, if we can, while they're in the park, in their residency. And I remember one time you calling in saying you were painting you were mm. on a golf course. You were you were outside plain air painting, and I'm like, oh, going, that's watch right. your head. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's, what's the on a golf course? That's edgy. <laughs> yeah. What what was what what is the creative spirit now? Where are you f- photographing? What? Um, no, no, I'm not. I a long time ago when I was in college, I did ceramics, and so. Cool. I bought a bag of clay, I don't know, a year ago, cool. and um, it's been sitting around. So what I did is I took a plaster cast of my face, and I'm making a mold oh. that will not be fired oh. or a mask. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Oh. It's a plaster cast. <laughs> Do you remember the plaster caster system? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oopsie. So, <laughs> I, have to, I have to say, I think ceramics in high school and I made this head of a bloodhound and apparently Uh when the teacher put it in the kiln it wasn't totally dry so it blew up and the dog's nose landed on somebody's ashtray and made like the perfect place to put your cigarette (laughs) oh my god no so weird oh my god weird well, this is the perfect start to this show. I want to yeah, bring there you go. Lizzie on the show. We were going to play her song first, but it's just, you know, Big Glenn Radio, anything can happen. So, yeah. Lizzie, how are you? <laughs> hello, Lisa. Hello, Nancy. It's so nice to be back. And hello, Tanya. It was really interesting hello. hearing about your pottery. <laughs> I know. <laughs> See, this is a creative thing. Now, Lizzie, I know you do keyboards, producing. I mean, you, you produce, what, uh, ZZ Top for like 17 years. You know, every time I'm I like, was an you know, audio engineer with ZZ Top, that's mm. correct. Yeah, I mean, audio engineer. Now, okay, so, all right, so now we need an education. <laughs> audio engineer versus producer, what, what's, because I always think these are the people with all the buttons, and I go, they're, they're well, the buttons. Well, yes, and people. they have to have, I am a producer now, but for many years I was an audio engineer, and, uh, Basically, they have to know how to work all the buttons. You have that part right. The producer is typically the one who comes in with a coffee and a clipboard and sits back and lets the other people do the heavy lifting. Okay. Okay. So I see. Okay. So that whole part. Now, do you do, because I know you you study ballet. I remember talking on shows about ballet. Um, you, You write songs. You sing. You play keyboards. Do you do any on the art side in regards to, like, you know, Tanya's doing pottery, even though she's a photographer, an amazing photographer. I still see, you know, your art, like, all the time in my head, you know, especially when I see winged wonders, Tanya, like, you know, butterflies and moths and things. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I want to see your stuff. I want to come to Kona and visit. I mean, I'm already, like, (laughs) (laughs) she's, like, ready you got it. You should enter. I, I have the, a love of ceramics and pottery, although I'm terrible at it personally. The place where I live in East Tennessee, I'm on 100 acres up in the mountains, and it's very remote. I can't even see my nearest neighbor. And oh, the person cool. who used to live on this property was a potter, and he mm. got the clay from this land here and oh, made cool. lots of pottery, and he had a kiln oh, wow. here and everything. And what's amazing is I bought the land. I didn't know anything about this, but I kept finding these little heads about the size of like a (laughs) walnut. Okay. It it was, was and they were always looked kind of like elves or something. They were like usually masculine and they had pointed ears and I couldn't figure out why I was finding all these little guys. It was his blown pottery and he was filling chuck holes in the road with it. And I rescued maybe a hundred of these heads, and this is probably the most artistic thing I've ever done visually, is they were in a sort of a terracotta orange. And so I went to Home Depot or wherever, and I bought a bunch of little terracotta saucers, like what would sit underneath a tiny terracotta pot. 
and I mounted each one of these heads to them, and it's actually what decorates my dining room is these heads that have oh. come up out of the soil where I live. I want photos. Oh, that's amazing. I want photos. Wow. I want to see. I know. Oh, I'll definitely this... share photos. Oh, we want okay. photos the of this. And... I found out is Ro- the artist's name is Ronnie Wham, and I've fallen in love with his artwork since then because I was finding it in the dirt. This is crazy. But they're, they're not elves, they're trolls. And, and the angle of their ear point tells you what their personality is. Oh, there you Just go. Just it out oh. there. Mm-hmm. Tanya, what, what are I you really making? What I really liked is each face was unique. It, um, he didn't just yeah. make the same face over and over. Like each little guy has a totally different face and expression. So he wasn't just, um, you know, like cookie cutter or whatever. He was yeah. making, I don't know cool. what he was seeing, but it was amazing. <laughs> Tanya, cool. you're making, I know you're making the face mask and you're not going to fire it though. So you're going to really wear it like a face mask? What are you going to do? Oh, I don't have a kiln. Um, so you're gonna it's not bake gonna it. Fired. You could put it in your oven. I'm not even gonna bake it. It's in a, a kiln Good fire joy. clay. But I'm just hoping I can um, have it dry evenly, and then put plaster over it. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. But boy, it's interesting to see my face in clay. But I've got a, a question about the the trolls. Um, or the, the the leprechauns or whatever they might be. Did are they all one color glaze or did he even glaze them? Because I'm wondering if he used them to measure the heat of his kiln before he you know put in his potter because usually you gotta measure the heat to see if it's correct for the glaze. Yes, I do know what you're talking about with that. that. But no, this was apparently part of his art because I ended up finding some pieces intact that he had buried or hidden for some reason I found some vases and bowls that were intact and they all Hmm. have these little elf guys on them they're glazed in just uh I don't know what kind of glaze you would call it it's sort of a mat but they're always ornately um they have these big headdresses like they're like warrior chiefs or potentates or I mean they've got these really ornate headdresses on these male elf creatures and they (laughs) pop up out of my dirt wow I dig this I dig this they're not elves they're 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 trolls I know Nancy's in the land of trolls 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 have got that little extra edge on elves like elves are mischievous but trolls go take it a little bit Step further. Hey, listen. So it's I want. I want. Apparently, huh? I, there's there's a thing with this. Now, see. Now this gets into the mythical land of mm. trolls and elves and yes. fairies. But now I want to play the song Dove. This is a song from your new album about tomorrow. And see, this goes on this little mythical joyride to me too. Even though you know, I always talk about your music with the medicines. It's got like the vibe of the of the band. Like you know, you guys have that. I always talk about that, but. It's your sound. And Dove, to me, we played it a few times on the show when it was released mm-hmm. as a single, but I want to play that because it does go with the fairies. And to me, a dove is like the olive branch. A dove mm-hmm. is a symbol of peace, you know. So I love the video that you've done as well. Of uh, Was that on your land? Was that um, amongst the trolls? <laughs> it, it actually was on my land, and I shot it myself just holding the camera. I was just, you know, I was wow. like, okay, I'm going to go do this. So it was, cool. uh, you know, of course, the band uh, collaborated on the, the entirety of the video. But, uh, yeah, I just went on a kamikaze mission in the woods and shot it. <laughs> cool. cool. All right. So we're going to play it. And everyone, again, uh, you can go and keep up with the Madisons. Go to their website, madisonsmusic.com. You can keep up with them on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Bandcamp and Spotify, YouTube, and uh, but here it is. Dove, take a listen. Now you know You're on the dead old right track You had to go Through time and space And still try to make it back Now you know Got a death 
you're listening to Big Blend Radio, and that was Dove. It is the first song on the album About Tomorrow from the Madisons, and you can keep up with them. Just go to their website, madisonsmusic.com. They're in all the outlets like Bandcamp, and you can go get the album. It just released. We're excited to have Lizzie Hara back on the show with us, and also Tanya Ortega from the National Parks Arts Foundation. But Lizzie, I, I love that song, mm-hmm. and I like it when you guys are all together in the video and all saying, like, did it? <laughs> I, love <that> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's it's kind of like it reminds me of the traveling mulberries a little bit with everybody getting together oh, in the room. You know, what a huge it's compliment! Cool. What a great, great band they are. They are know, always right? on my playlist. Always. Oh, God, I love the the Wilbur. I know it's like them and the Highwaymen. How they, that collaboration happened. Ooh. But yeah, aren't how they did wonderful? Everybody, yes. how did everybody connect in the medicines? Because I know you came out of Houston. You're up in Tennessee. Tell us about how everyone got together for for the band because you've got Rule Russell on bass, you've got Lee Hamilton on drums. They they were in bands together right before the Madison. We've been together about 20 or more years now, and Lee mm-hmm. and Rule go back even further than that. I guess I'm guilty that I saw them in several other acts in Houston and uh, knew that they were the best rhythm section and was fortunate enough to be able to snag them up mm-hmm. and we've stayed together all this time uh and uh it's a it's an honor to still be playing music with them they're really great if honestly if you showed up at a show and just it was the two of them playing you would have a great time listening to them they're yeah. a wonderful rhythm section and they're just joined at the hip mm, I, I love listening i mean we've played your music on the show for years and i think back and I think it's like you've been on the show since almost like the beginning times of the radio, Big Brand Radio, and it's weird today being in 29 Palms and doing all these live broadcasts like pretty much every day now while we're here, and thanks to Jerry Hagman here at the Homestead Inn for putting up with us. I feel so bad for her, but, you know. and <laughs> so awesome. Y'all do you know, such a great But this is where job. we started. It's wild. It's wild. Y'all but do I think such a wonderful job, and thank you for having me back. I feel like we have gotten to know each other over the years mm-hmm. and I'm honored that you remember some of the stuff that we've shared in other interviews. And I just wanted to take a moment uh, to mention uh, 
that we're pairing with Grammy.com slash Music Cares to donate our proceeds during the month of April to help with the coronavirus, the COVID-19 crisis. And anyone who wants to help can either visit our website, stream our music, or go straight to Grammy.com forward slash Music Cares. Uh, these are folks that are helping not only folks in the music community, but everyone uh, who's being impacted at this time. It's it's really taken a toll on the world of the arts. Uh, musicians, I know, like not being able to perform and doing a lot of, you know, live streaming and stuff. And it's, so it's just changed a lot of things. And it's a difficult time for small business, for tourism. Um, that brings us to Tanya. Uh, the National Park Arts Foundation, this has got to have impacted a lot of the residencies that should be going on right now, right, for everybody to have to stay home. Yes, it is very much so. Um, and, I mean, it's, it's uh, I should, I guess I could say all over the place, but we have been so fortunate. The National Park Service is working with us to delay things. The um, fortunately, we've really had a great um, great luck, really, with being able to just put everything on hold right now, and the artists that have been selected are just being so cool about it. Um, mm. Unfortunately, some of the monies that we were able to give to artists um, to do this will be expiring um, because of various deadlines and that kind of thing. Uh, because we don't, we're not going to be able to do our our residencies in time for the period of performance, um, which, as you know, during the especially with federal grants, you've got to do everything very to the book. So we're hoping that that will change too. But everybody's being really wonderful, really, really wonderful. And uh, you know, some artists said, you know, I, I can't go to the park. Um, you guys go ahead and keep my, you know, keep my stipend, you know, a few thousand dollars, whatever it is, and uh, and we'll figure it out later. Or I can just um, do something on FaceTime and show the public what I'm doing uh, at a home residency with remembering what it's like to be in a natural area in the park, that kind of thing. So artists are coming up with really creative ways to, um, yeah. to even do residencies that when they're not even there. And then, you know, we'll figure it out later. We've been so lucky. We work with a bunch so, of great people. I, I think that's the thing is I think it, this is a very weird time. I feel like nature is claiming her, her land back for a little bit. And it's kind of a reprieve. It's a sad time because it's also people are sick and people are dying. But at the same time, it's kind of, you know, I think that, creativity comes out of these places of, you know, you don't have all the ingredients for your stew, so now you you get to be creative and make compromise and change things up. So I think there's that in creativity. So do you see, Tanya, um, artists and and musicians and writers and poets listening now, and and you've got Lizzie here too, and I think Lizzie should do this, just saying, Lizzie, (laughs) <laughs> I think you should be an artist in residence <laughs> in one of the parks, like Chaco. I'd love to see Lucy in Chaco. I'm just like, Ooh, you know, I know, and yeah. a wave of magic wand. It's so interesting to go to a park after you've talked to artists mm. for so long, and then you go to the park, and it's like this different experience because you see their art. Even when you're walking through, like, Chaco, I see all these artists' work that we've, you know, interviewed. So it's really a different thing. I'm really jealous because I have to make most of my art kind of in a funky, you know, studio with, you know, like padding on the walls and stuff. You could do it in Hawaii. In in she's got a recording yes. studio in Hawaii Volcanoes, right, Tanya? So I mean, can Lizzie yes, and sure. artists and writers like still connect with you and apply for future residencies? That's that's where I was going. And Lizzie should go to Hawaii. <laughs> Just oh yes, we're totally we're totally on track with that. I mean, we're delaying the deadline because right now people are just you know we're all yes, laying low. Traveling. So uh, yes, we're still taking applications in our panel. Like they're more active than ever because they're at home, um, so they're able to to look at the uh, the proposals. Really, you know, they're like, well, send more, send more, because uh, yeah. So we're all we're on target with that. We're still choosing artists, and then when we choose them, we're just working with them in in uh, very fluid and flexible ways. So all of that is still happening, uh, even. I think our 2021 deadlines are coming up pretty soon here. We're still trying to delay them until the last minute, of course. But, um, you know, we're still choosing the artists. 
which is kind of cool because, I mean, despite the horribleness of everything that's that's going on, the artists really have time to prepare, um, and so do we for next year. Lizzie, would you do something Mm. like that, go stay in a park for a month? And right? It sounds kind of amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. Hello. <laughs> I know, but because you're saying you write, you're writing, in, I mean, do you write most of the music for the albums or are you collaborating with everyone? How does that work? We all share music credit on everything that we do together because I feel like as a band, once we come into a room and uh, do the work as artists and musicians mm-hmm. together, that we really share in all that. I bring in a, a, a good deal, but on, on this last record, uh, so did the other guys. They they brought in a few, too, and uh, uh, we really work with each other. There was a, uh, there's a song, Why Should I Dream, that Rule Russell, the bass player, really turned in the best lyrics. It, it, it really, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty picky. And I was getting ready to just pick it apart, and I looked at this paper, and it was just beautiful what he had written. It was perfect, and so we went with it exactly like it was. So we all really get together and uh, write together. Uh, um, mm. Any of us might come in with the original idea, but really it's it's the three of us together. Oh, I, I have a question is- about this process. I picture I picture everybody coming coming together in a space. Tell me if I'm wrong because I know nothing about this. I'm so intrigued. I love I love looking at lyrics as poetry, their own thing, as well as with the music. You know this kind of thing. Yes. I, I picture everybody coming, somebody coming with with their original lyrics, and everybody. You know I've seen a writers group. You know screenplay writers all sitting around and going through the whole thing. Is that what it looks like? What does it look like? Does the process you all gather it, in one place or is it all on the internet now? Different. You know, everybody's different the way they might write a song. Uh, but for the Madisons, it's always the music first. We create a piece of music, and then we take it away and work on it, and we edit and edit and work it and play it live and find out what works and doesn't work and uh, take a lot of time with a song before we end up recording it. And then when we go in to record it, we're all in a room live together, we record everything wow. together, old school style. And That's fantastic. at that point, we've had a lot of chances to work out the, the kinks. Uh, but for us, almost always the, the music is what happens first. And then we try to figure out what the music is saying. And that's kind of the story behind Dove, which y'all were kind enough to play a few minutes ago. Uh, when the music mm. came... Really, I was just improvising some vocals, just oohs and ahs over it. We were we were improvising in the studio, and wrote the piece. And I did a recording with me just doing oohs and ahs and sounds, because I, I didn't know what the words were. Mm-hmm. And I liked the mm-hmm. melody a lot, and so I sat down on another day and had my coffee, and I knew the story that I wanted to tell. And it's a good story. It was a woman who reached out to me uh, over social media a couple of years ago. She asked to be able to speak to me because I knew her mother who had passed. And it turned out she was adopted. And she always had a hunch, like like an intuition that she was adopted, but no one ever told her. But Mm. she just knew it. And finally she found out as an adult and she set out to find out who her biological mother was. And she found her, but sadly it was after she had already passed. So she's still trying to use her intuition and detective, you know, skills. And she found her mom's Facebook and looked at her couple hundred friends and looked at all the different pictures and she picked me out of all of those friends and she's like I'm going to reach out to her first and sure enough I responded and I told her about her mom she was amazed that so many people did not respond or you know that that there were so many closed doors that something that people that are adopted that if they ever do try to find their biological folks they experience a lot of that apparently of closed doors or families that don't want to have hmm. 
those doors opened or, right. or whatever. But through intuition, she had found who her mom was, and then she found me. And I was able to share letters and artwork that she had made me. She was an artist, and she made me I, – I, can you imagine a woman doing this? She made me jewelry wow. to match the outfits that I performed in to make me oh, like, wow. even like cool. prettier. Like, what what mm. woman does that? I mean, she was incredible. So I was able oh, to share with her what an awesome woman her mom was. And the song Dove is about that. It's about intuition and, mm. and finding Peace. something in the dark, even when you don't quite know what it is. I love that. I love that. And, you know, the whole album just to me goes in this this journey. It is it there's like a mystical like I was saying, mystical, mystical quality of this album. When you listen to it. One of my favorite songs is Dark Hollow, The Universe Inside I mean I mean, all of these songs they just they make you think and you really want to just sit back and listen. I and I think that goes with all your albums, you know, and all the music we've played, you know, over the years and conversations is this is they're deep but they also have a moment of letting you breathe, too. Like, Chicago, seriously, the drunken sailor pops up, you know. <laughs> and I want to go, like, you know, shave his <laughs> balls with a rusty razor. I wanted to sing that part in there. But <laughs> that was, like, what we used to sing in South Africa in bars. But anyway, no. but anyway, you know, what do you do with the drunken sailor? Yeah, no. Anyway, I'll behave. Nancy there's, there's a lot more I, verses. We could do an extended version and do all those verses in there. I could That's do a so lot. Funny. I could. I would like to do a show just on bar bad bar songs. <laughs> but but Chicago, I love that. And, you know, and train that on the bend. So oh my God, just, just so many of them are so. Just you want to sit back and then just when you feel like man, I'm like in this zone. You're like, no, you're gonna have a little fun over here. So putting the album together, together, you know, and I even look at the cover, the cover art. I love the cover art. This. The cover art so was cool. done by Mr. Brian Konutko, and he did a, an excellent job. He's an artist here in East Tennessee who makes incredible videos and original art, and we were very lucky to uh, be able to work with him. He's just wonderful. Mm. So cool. Tell us about Tattoo. It is really <laughs> – tattoo. I know, Nancy. I know. Nancy's going, tattoo, tattoo. They are both. I know. So, Tattoo, tell us about that song. I want to play this for everyone to take a listen to. Tattoo has a funny story behind it. There's a a wonderful humorist and writer by the name of Michelle Combs, and she has a blog called Rubber Shoes in Hell, and she has been, her writing has been in uh, Huffington Post and uh, a, a number of places. She's frequently a speaker at Irma, Irma Bombeck's uh, convention, just a wonderful humorist and writer and uh, uh, truly one of my dearest friends. And she gave me a writing prompt one day. She was getting me to try to write, uh, not music, but writing, which mm. I used to enjoy but had gotten out of the habit of. And she gave me a prompt and I, I wrote something and I sent it to her and it was pretty good. I was I was pretty proud of it. And I gave her a prompt for writing some lyrics, and she didn't connect with it. And nothing came out, and a couple months went by, and I nudged her again, and I'm like, hey, pick a different subject and give me something. And she referred to a blog she had written. And the blog was actually funny. She talked about an incident of going to a party when she was a young person and maybe doing a couple things that, she shouldn't have done or seen a few things that she shouldn't have seen but in the context of the blog it was (laughs) actually quite funny and she gave me the the words that she wanted to put she wrote the lyrics for tattoo i did a little cleaning up but it was basically michelle combs on the lyrics and so this was an instance where the music did not come first these lyrics came to me and i had to sit down and work with them And as I started to work with them, I realized that, you know, this is kind of actually a little bit dark. She's making light of something, but there's something that's kind of painful here. And even though that's not light, toe-tapping, maybe, it's more interesting to me as an artist. I want to go there. I want to go to those places that are a little bit hard to talk about. 
And as it mm-hmm. turned out, this incident at the party was uh, she was with a, a someone else's mother who really should have been kind of looking out for her and taking care of her and instead kind of allowed her to be, you know, exposed to things that as a younger teenager she might not have uh, needed to be around. Mm -hmm. And so the reality of that story being told one way where it was really funny and then in another way where it's, it's, it's about a, it's about that mom that mom that took her to that party was not a nice lady <laughs> so <laughs> you know there's this big question are you a friend to your child or are you a parent or are you going to kick my ass no it's a big question because a lot of parents feel they have to be a friend to relate to their children but there's times i i think it's a switch off sometimes you're the parent sometimes you're a friend well when you go in as a friend, you're just gathering info so you can be a parent later. Yeah, I know yeah, about no. that one. <laughs> well, because, well, it's the truth. Yep. Are you a friend or are you a parent? But if you that. elect to be a friend, you're going to be in as much trouble as your kid is. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I guess you're the mother-daughter. The but there's a lot of maternal, like, nourishment in this album, too, about tomorrow. And I think that's a, you know, when you think about about tomorrow, that, that title of the album means something to me. I mean, even now we're looking at this COVID-19 thing. And yes. we are thinking about what about tomorrow? Holy crap, what's going on? You know, there's fear, mm. there's anxiety, there's also like, ooh, how are we going to do things new and different? So there's like a, there's a renewal and a, um, a rebirth with this. And so I think your album is perfectly timed to come out now, and I think we need to hear it. So let's play Tattoo, everybody. Stay tuned. Her tattoo. It is a tattoo, tattoo. I can't stop doing that now. Thanks. Thanks, Nancy. Uh, From the Madisons off of their brand new album. It's out now. It's called About Tomorrow. And uh, you can go get it now. Go to their website. Uh, The website is madisonsmusic.com. They're on Facebook, they're Twitter, uh, Spotify, YouTube, all those great places. And Lizzie, do you have a tattoo? Nope. I do not. Okay. 
So, Nancy, I How about you? Do, do you, you have one, Lisa? No, mm-hmm. no, no, because I'm a real baby. Mm-mm. And um, they put earrings in, like I did pierce my ears, Mm-mm. and my ears swelled yeah. over them, and I'm Stop allergic it. to metal. Mm-mm. And, like, <laughs> no. so, you know, some metals, some, it, it's all different. But um, some things are good and some things are not, and it's all interesting and to me. Anything to do with anything that's a needle, no. I'm running. Tanya, what about you? I can't believe none of the four of us have tattoos. Oh, we're clean yeah. girls. Cool. And listen, Nancy and Tanya <laughs> just celebrate the same birthday. Yeah. You know, they're both Taurus, so like they want to rule the world. I know. Nancy's like, you know, <laughs> she's like Taurus power. Let's just clean this mess up. I know. Tomorrow's the pink moon, right? So we can call on. Like, it's actually the, tonight. Tonight is tonight. The pink yeah, moon. that's right. Tonight it starts. Lizzie, what's your if what's central your central time? It's it's seven p.m. Oh, cool. So it's happening now. It's starting now for you, where it's, you are, right? Well, from where I am in eastern Tennessee, it's going to be happening in a few minutes, yeah. Oh, cool. I plan on going behind the barn on the John Deere Gator and kicking my feet up and watching it. Oh, very cool. You know, oh, like in a dance naked in the shining of the pink moon? Yeah. you gotta, you got to get naked, you know. Sorry. I don't, I don't know what it is, but every time we're on a show, we talk about getting naked and running out in nature. <laughs> the thing about nature makes you want to flap everything in the breeze. I don't know. but So, okay, so the moon is out. You're in East Tennessee, and whenever you say that, I think of moonshine. I'm even wearing my moonshine shirt from Ralph Masingill, who's the moonshine man of, you know, Conquer, Change, and Win. I've got to give a shout-out to him. But we're hoping to get out your way. You're out by the Smoky Mountains. Tanya, you're near the Hawaii volcano, kind of sometimes. Today we're at Joshua Tree. So we're all, like, representing parks, which is awesome. Um, But now I want to play the song game, which is Spontaneous. And I think you've both played before on our show, and I think you were on a segment together. Who knows how many shows we've done. Why do I feel like Tanya is going to beat me at this really bad? I don't know. Like I, I, you know what? Tanya is like one of those people in life that you never know what's going to happen next. It's a smoky um, surprise. Tanya's a bad in my early twenties. I used no. to lie to people, and I had no idea this existed. By the way, at the time, I thought I had made it up. In my early twenties, and somebody'd be like, "Hey, what do you do?" You know, like that I didn't know. I'd be like, "Oh, I'm a lyric analyst." That's all I do. It's <laughs> analyzed song <laughs> I love that. And then when I found it, it's real. I was like, what? I could have actually done that? <laughs> I love that. That's funny. Okay, so Spontaneous <laughs> is the award-winning, best-selling uh, board game on Amazon, and it just kicks butt. It's it's all about music, and it's about being spontaneous. It's like if someone says something, and you hear a word, and you you bust into song, right? So, like, if I get, I always say this, if I give Nancy the word red, you got you have to have five red, words. Red in the wine makes you feel fine. you got to have red five wine words. Red wine makes you feel fine. Okay, so okay. this is a board game, but we're going to do the radio version where we give you a word, and then... You have to come up in 10 seconds. You have to come up with five words in the lyrics. So um, I'm going to start and give it to Nancy oh, just to get cause the pressure. it's fun. Um, and I'm going to play the little TikTok. Oh, now, I here's the, the deal. Clock. And we're all going to give each other a word. Here's the thing. If we do not get it, someone is getting butt panned, and I really have an itchy finger for butt panning people. That sounds really bad. I won't say it that oh, way wow. again. Okay. So, Nancy, let me think. Wow. Your Word, because it's going to rain out here. I'm going to say your word is rain. Go. The rain in Spain stays mainly on the plain. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Oh, Tanya, I know you're going like, you know, Taurus power. I don't understand this game, but I'll play. (laughs) Tanya, Tanya. Well, that's from the musical. Yeah. I think it's from... You have to sing the words from a song. Just like well, the words. rain in Spain. It's from a musical and the song. My um, fair lady. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Cause I know Steve Schneider would know, and he's going, Nancy, come on. You I know, know I know. But anyway, now Nancy, because of your Taurus friend co-hosting here, Tanya, I think mm-hmm. you should give Tanya a word. Bull. Oh my God, that 
So mean. What? Tanya. A song with bull. B-U-L-L. Bull. Uh-oh. That's the uh, With the word bull. Hey, that's a good one. Um, that's mean. <laughs> that is so mean. That's a mean word. I'm giving her another one. Come on. No way. There's some like Cat Stevens song. There's some I can't. There's, there's, there's a, I'm like there's, the bull and the tillerman. Yes, T for yeah, the tillerman. <laughs> no, all I keep going is bull crap. Bull crap is going no, through my mind. But okay, okay, wait. Okay, I'm giving like, Tanya a word because that okay. was just mean. Okay. Okay, Sorry, Tanya. Tanya, your word is. Oh my God, I can't even think of a word. See? No, wait. Do the little no, wait, now. Tanya's word, because she's in Hawaii. <laughs> Big volcano. No, just to, to me right now, we're all, like, <laughs> full of rain. She's going to get sunshine. Go, Tanya. Uh, sunshine when she's gone. Uh, uh, sunshine <laughs> Superman. Uh, sing the words. You have to sing the words. Oh. Song. With the word in it. Um, something slowly, but I've changed my ways. It'll Super take green time, I know it. God. But in a Nothing on me. That's Donovan. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sunshine, Sunshine Superman. Superman. I don't know, Tanya. You're, in, you're inching towards the butt pan, and I'm sorry. No, she did. She did it. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I'll be nice. No. Okay, Tanya, give, give Lizzie a word. Tanya, give Lizzie a word. You're not going to do that tic-tac sound on me, are you? Yes. <laughs> she doesn't like it. She's like, that metronome thing is bold. I hate the tic-tac thing. Okay. Okay, if everybody um, wins this, then we can butt-pan the metronome. Okay. <laughs> so, Tanya, give, uh, give okay. Lizzie a word. Tennessee. Go, Lizzie. I was waltzing with my darling to the Tennessee Walls. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she won that. All right. I got chills. Tennessee or Ford. That was good. That was good. She she's she's Thank you, Lisa. she did it. She's the singer songwriter here, man. She yes. got it. Okay, so Oh, that was Lizzie, you get to give me one. This is scary. Yeah, Lizzie, go for it. Uh-oh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, love. Oh. Dude, that's so easy. Put a little love in your heart when the world needs... Uh-oh. <laughs> when the world needs a better place. Anyway, put a little love in your heart. Yay. That is five words in there. I got it in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here it is. The the butt pan goes to the metronome. And now yeah, a butt pan moment. <laughs> butt pan. Butt pan. Butt pan. Butt pan. Butt pan. You're a butt pan. Just for just for you, Lizzie, and just because I really have to play butt pan, you know, and I I didn't want <laughs> to butt you, pan Tanya. She was on the line there, but she pulled through, and everyone spontaneous <laughs> a song game like totally. If you're quarantined in, this is a good song to oh, play. So much I mean, a, a game to play. So go to songgame.com. It's on Amazon, all those great places, and uh, we love to play it on the show. It's always good stuff and good fun. Uh, in closing. Uh, everybody, what what is your next thing? As soon as this quarantine is off, Tanya, what are you doing? I'm going to go up to the park. Mm-hmm. The Volcano? Volcanoes National Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And, okay, wait, because Lizzie, I know, likes ballet. You have a dance floor in the house, right? Uh, I dance on the floor in the house. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But I know. But Lizzie does like, but don't you have a dance floor in the house, Tanya, in, in Hawaii Volcanoes? Tell everybody Hawaii Volcanoes National Park, right? So you could be, it's, it's like six bedrooms, right? Or, And you've got a recording studio and a dance floor and ocean views. And, and I feel like I'm in real estate now, but, you know. <laughs> 
We do not have a wooden dance floor. We have a lanai that's for dance. We're installing um, well, one of those hand grips. I know nothing about dance, obviously. And so we've got the, the lanai and the studio. Um, mm. But we need to get we need to get nice wooden floors. We've got non-slip on the dance lanai right now, but it doesn't really let you, you know, slide enough. So we've got to do a few things. Hmm. So we could have cocktails and slide. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Can I ask a I question could have used quickly? A yeah, real quick. As a young dancer. Okay, Lucy, I want to ask about. Do you have that wooden thing in your ballerina shoes? I did dance on point with the Houston Ballet and at the high yeah. school for performing and visual arts. Yes. And how does that feel? I mean, it looks so gross. The wooden thing. <laughs> the wooden thing at the ballerina shoes. It's on point, and you you train for it. You work a lot of years just in regular ballet shoes before you go there, so they already have yes. you in sort of demi point. So you're building up the the strength in your arches and legs and stuff. Hmm. So by the time you go on point, it's not that bad. Although the first few times, I definitely found myself on my rear end more than once. I bet it looks just dude. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, ouchie, ouchie. I always wondered about it. So, Lizzie, what are you doing as soon as the quarantine's over? I can't even see past that. I'm really just trying to, I think like a lot of people, just take care of today and tomorrow. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to know what, what we all know is that things are going to be different after this, and some of it, like you said earlier, Lisa, is very unfortunate. Some of it that has to do with the earth taking a break is a really mm-hmm. beautiful thing. And I hope that a lot of people can maybe find ways to be able to telecommute or work from home or use less mm-hmm. energy yeah. or consume mm-hmm. less or be grateful more for what mm-hmm. they do have. I think especially as Americans, we're like defined by our consumerism. And, I know. Uh, Mm. It's been very interesting to watch people kind of go through the meltdown where they're like, I really have to go to that large store because I need those um, cheese puffs mm. or what? No, you don't. <laughs> you don't actually need them. No, but I need my you know, wine. You know, I'm, I'm ready right. to put a still out here on the desert property, but I don't think Jerry will let me. <laughs> we could make tequila out of her cactus. We got agave. That's out one here. thing they don't run out of in East Tennessee. <laughs> I know, right? I know it's so funny. But, you know, some places like liquor stores are closing and people are freaking out, and it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's a very interesting you thing. Know, in a- here in in Hawaii, you know, hand sanitizer and everything was was gone immediately. So for our masks and all the rubbing alcohol has been gone for weeks. We can't, we don't have any around here, but. We have a bar that we hardly ever use because we just don't drink enough. But we have <laughs> bottles of Everclear that have really come in handy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. That is it has that for sanitizing the masks and unhand sanitizer. You know, we're using Everclear, like really strong alcohol. And I was thinking, if I ever get pulled over from cleaning my mask, <laughs> I am going to just smell like Everclear. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is funny. Oh my god! That's gosh. a whole new excuse. I'm sorry, officer. I just cleaned my mask. No, officer, officer, officer. Oh wow, wow. I know. Listen, everyone, please stay safe out there. It is, you know, a little weird, but like we will all get through this. Hopefully, as sane as possible, and hopefully everybody stays safe and uh, yeah, sane and happy. Find joy and creativity through it. Uh, everyone, again, uh, Tanya, thank you for joining us. It's so good to hear your voice and thank have you back you. on shows. So good to talk We've to missed you. you. Nationalparksartsfoundation.org is the website to go and apply for a residency uh, in a national park unit or parks. We've got all kinds of parks on our list, national monuments, battlefields like Gettysburg, so check that out. And also be sure to follow them on social media because things change up all the time. So it's one of the best ways to keep up with them. And also keep up with Lizzie and the band, The Medicines. Go to mm. medicinesmusic.com. Get the album about tomorrow. It is out now. You can go to iTunes, Spotify, Bandcamp, Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that good stuff. And um, it looks like CD Baby just changed up a whole bunch of stuff since March, Lizzie. I don't know. A lot of musicians no. are selling their music through there, and it looks like it ain't 
no more in a weird way. Uh, apparently, they're changing things around. What I do know is that uh, you can support most of your musicians through uh, the other usual sites like Spotify and YouTube. And you can also try to visit some of their live streaming events that they're doing. A lot of musicians like ourselves mm-hmm. are trying to donate 100% of our proceeds to help with the cause right now, the COVID-19 mm-hmm. virus. And uh, there's a lot of great causes out there. The one that we're personally paired with right now is Grammy.com forward slash music cares. And uh, this helps not only musicians, but everyone in our community. Right. The music community, for sure. And there's so many, like producers, audio engineers, even the people designing the mm-hmm. the graphics. And there's so, that's what's so interesting. I think we're starting to learn everybody that's behind the arts and in, in through this process. And one thing that's getting us through is walks outside in nature and the arts uh, getting mm-hmm. us through yep. this quarantine. Is You can watch music, you can watch TV and all the Netflix. This is a wonderful opportunity for a lot of people. You know, kids are not getting enough arts in the schools. They're not getting art classes and music classes the way maybe we did when we were children. And right now is a wonderful time for kids to maybe just even be able to relax or do their own Mm -hmm. thing and not be on the same schedule. And I've had the wonderful opportunity of working with some folks over the internet giving music lessons during this time because there's a lot of kids and adults that are stuck at home and they're trying to figure out uh, ways to enrich themselves and it's been very rewarding to be able to give back and to help folks uh, learn about music and Mm -hmm. hope that maybe when when we come out of this time that uh, uh, maybe there'll be some new musicians and artists born from this time. Right on, right on. Well, we're going to play Why Should yeah. I Dream in closing here. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Lizzie. Thank you, Tana. You, both of you rock. It's so great to have you back on the show. It was so much fun. Um, also, uh, go get the album. Go keep up with National Parks Arts Foundation. Keep up with us at BigBlendRadio.com. Tomorrow we're doing a spotlight on 29 Palms, California, where we are. We have artist uh, Chuck Kaplinger and his wife, Holdy. Holdy is uh, Holdy Forrester is an actor, and also we have Brianne Tusatri joining us from Visit 29 Palms. So check it out. You'll learn more about the area that we're in. Thank you all for joining us, and here it is, Why Should I Dream? Thanks, ladies. Take care. Thank, Thank you for joining you. us, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Why should I dream? Why should I think about tomorrow as though extraordinary things have happened Why should I dream Why should I wonder about the future because make believe and just pretend Why should I dream of something silly Like that I could really fly Why should I dream a sensible thing It's just Imagination in my mind Why should I 